We're joined by Carmela Mantello, uh, who is the um, Republican and uh, other party candidate for mayor in the city of Troy. Uh, she is um, presently the uh, city council president, I believe for eight years in the city. And prior to that, she's the executive director, uh, had been of the Hudson Valley Greenway and also the New York State uh, Canal uh, Corporation. So uh, Carmela, is there anything else you want to tell people about and, you know, what are your big hopes, you know, for the mayoral race? Sure. Um, thank you so much, Mark. And, um, you know, as you mentioned, I do have uh, eight years of being super responsive to the people of Troy. And that's what I'm going to bring into the mayor's office, the 24-7, day-to-day. Um, quite frankly, this administration, the mayor, um, Troy has been sure changed, Mark. Um, the day-to-day uh, is aloof management. Um, I feel the president, administration, the mayor, they're out of touch. And, you know, that manifests itself into dirty streets, alleyways, too much crime, uh, infrastructure projects that have been delayed. You know, and as someone that's born and raised in Troy, I never left. Um, I'm very passionate about the future of Troy. So, we have some good projects, they'll continue, which I've worked with the mayor on, but you know, the day-to-day 24-7, people shouldn't have to beg for crosswalks and you know, your basic day-to-day services. They pay a lot of taxes, they pay a lot of fees, a garbage fee that was supposed to be temporary. And you know, that's gotta change, Mark. So I'm looking forward to hopefully taking the helm January 1st. And really showing the people what an on-the-streets mayor will be like. Now, you know, reading some of the media reports, I've seen that uh, both you and your Democratic opponent, um, you know, have raised the issue of, you know, how fast can the uh, city of Troy replace the um, um, lead pipes and the contamination associated with that. Are, are, are there differences between your Democratic opponent on how you would approach the lead pipe issue? Uh, absolutely. I mean, yes, you know, it's it's a number one issue. It's a priority um, for me. If you recall, the city council um, actually accepted a state grant of $500,000 um, two years ago, and we were told that the inventory was going to take place for the lead pipe replacement. Unfortunately, that didn't happen, and thankfully, a local paper, the Times Union, alerted us that those monies never went out the door. So that's unacceptable, Mark. Um, no parent, uh, you know, no one should be afraid to turn their tap on when giving their child a bath or turn their tap on for water. Troy has incredible water. We have over 140,000 customers all throughout the capital region. And so the water is good it's the pipes and so i have made a pledge and i actually made that pledge about a month ago that in my first term i will be very aggressive replacing private property lead pipes were committed it's going to be about 25 million dollar program the council has appropriated three million dollars and we've done about 80 something uh private properties mark um, but in my first term, I pledged to aggressively go after federal state dollars. There's quite a bit of money, especially federal dollars, um, to replace lead pipes. And that is a huge priority of mine. Now, one of the issues you mentioned was the um, you know, separate fee for, for garbage. And I remember when I was initially 
approach that you know one of the suggestions was the city moving more to a you know a volume based um, garbage system how would you change the you know city's garbage system and how we pay for it at this point and and also i guess a related question C city troy has a pretty weak uh return on in terms of recycling so what's your garbage solutions yeah absolutely i'm glad that you asked so first and foremost if you recall when the garbage, I call it a tax because the mayor couldn't get the five votes to um, over overcome the tax cap, so or override the tax cap. So the mayor uh, proposed this temporary tax. I opposed it from day one. Unfortunately, a lame duck council passed it and then actually made it permanent. We've seen the fee mark go from 160 bucks per household to now $223 per unit. So a lot of our folks are turning to the private sector, whether it be Twin Bridges, um, waste management, and you know, that's just, it, it's unacceptable. It keeps rising and rising. What I plan to do on day one, A, we're gonna phase out that garbage tax. Um, the recycling, I mentioned it last night, we only have about 30% of folks, if that, participating in the recycling program. That's that's obviously um, abysmal, it's weak, and we're going to increase that number. How do we do it? A, we're going to phase out the garbage fee. It's a regressive tax. It's killing tenants because what's happening, Mark, is the, the landlords are passing on the increase of the garbage fee onto the tenants. So what incentivizes those tenants to recycle? We have illegal dumping all across the city. I plan to uh, bulk, uh, the mayor and administration implemented a bulk fee also. So we're gonna face out the garbage fee. We're gonna incentivize our tenants and folks um, to recycle more, not just through education, but also uh, the bulk fee, I plan to uh, implement a quarterly uh, bulk where folks could put out bulk trash. And then um, more importantly, as I mentioned, this regressive fee is, is getting folks to turn to the private sector and it is really hurting the morale of our sanitation department. We're going to crack down on illegal dumping. We're going to enforce the code. And, you know, Mark, that hasn't been done over the last eight years is we have laws on the books, codes on the books. And unfortunately, our workforce has not gotten that leadership and supervision to enforce and be proactive. And I'm going to implement a quality of life task force, which I'll talk about later. Now, one issue which, um, you know, probably some division of opinion within the city is, is the issue of, the, of, you know, the police department, you know, more than 10,000 people a couple of years ago, you know, demonstrated with the Black Lives Matter movement. I see other people very concerned about issue of, of crime, particularly in, uh, you know, some of the street situation in North Troy. What's your uh, police agenda? Absolutely. As you know, Mark, my dad was a cop detective for 30 years. Presently, I have a nephew on the force. He's a sergeant. And, you know, what's happened here is building that and trust with our neighborhoods. Um, you know, growing up, everyone knew my dad, my dad knew everyone. We can't go back 30 years. I'm not suggesting that, but 
I'm a huge proponent. I supported adding six new police officers a year and a half ago. My opponent actually zoomed in and opposed that, saying that um, I am a huge proponent of providing those resources and tools to the police force. However, when we talk about those six new officers, what was supposed to be implemented was a very um, intense park, walk, and talk program to really hit the hot spots where we know some crime is ridden, whether it be North, South Lansenburg, North Central, and South Troy. We know where the hot spots are. So the park, walk, and talk is all about really getting our, our police officers out into the neighborhoods. But Mark, not just stopping at a ball game, which is great, and stopping at a barbecue and sponsoring barbecues. It's more really getting to know those neighbors and really incentivizing some of our new officers to actually live in some of the neighborhoods, which my dad and I, we I was born in North Central. So um, it's about park, walk, and talk. It's about um, trying to get our youth off the streets. I mean, as you know, Aishan Davis and MJ Rivera is very close. I still keep in touch with uh, the families and, you know, those who are drive-by shootings of innocent young kids. That's just not acceptable. And yes, you know, the state bail reform and raise the age has had a huge impact at the local level, but we're going to do everything humanly possible at the Absolutely. local level to keep our kids off the streets through youth programs and working with, you know, Troy Look and Team Tw Harrow. We have, we have 20 seconds left. Okay, um, so. Carm Carmela, you have a website, I assume. I do. Carmela for Troy, and the four is a number for Troy. Dot com. I'm on Facebook, I'm on Instagram and Twitter, uh, C. Mantello, Carmela Mantello for Trey. And Thank you very much. And this is Mark Dunley for the uh, Hudson Mohawk Magazine.